To the Becoming a Champion Show with Coach Dana Cavalier. Motivation, inspiration, and coaching to improve your performance so you can live the life of a champion in sports, life, and business. Let's go. All right, team, how are we doing this? Coach Dana Cavalier coming at you with the Becoming a Champion Show where we are all about inspiration, motivation, and encouragement to move you along your high performance journey. And today we're talking leadership, leadership. Everybody talks about it. Uh, Very few are actually good at it. But today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the conversation. And I want to share with you seven reasons why most leaders suck and fail. But before we get into the seven, I also want to talk about something that I think is super, super important. And that's this. Oftentimes, the greatest leadership issue is this. And, and it's this. Ready? You know, you see somebody, let's say you're the leader, right? And you see somebody on your team doing really, really well. Let's, let's relate it to business and say you see somebody on the sales team that's incredible at sales. They're great at it. They're unbelievable at it. Well, what happens oftentimes as a leader is we look at this person and we say, wow, they're great at sales. Let's make them a sales manager. Let's promote them by making them a sales manager. And I've always found that to be one of the greatest mistakes out there because just because that person is good at a skill and the skill is sales doesn't mean that they're great at managing others at sales. And this goes for anything, right? If you see somebody that's good at something and you elevate them into a position of management, that does not mean they're going to excel and be great at it. And we have to remember that. So we may have to start to consider what an elevation in title and position looks like for a higher performer at a specific skill. But if management is not the skill of that person or even leadership of others, the last thing we should do is promote that person and put them into a position of management-based leadership. So let's get into the seven that I wanted to discuss with you today. And the first reason why most managers suck and fail is this. They have no clarity, meaning they don't know what it is that they really are trying to get done. They have an idea. They have this big goal, but they don't really know how to get it done or, or how to get people to do it. And that is a huge fail. So they lack clarity. And when you lack clarity, you create confusion. No clarity typically leads to high confusion. A workplace without clarity leads to a workplace of confusion, which confusion is really another word for poor communication and eventually poor culture, right? Everyone wants great communication and they want great culture. Well, if you don't have clarity, you're not going to have great communication because you already don't. And as a result of that, you're certainly not going to have a thriving culture. Let's get into number two. The second reason why most leaders suck and fail, it's because they're unable to articulate a vision or they have a bouncing vision. Here's what we're going to do, right? They call a meeting and they, they, they stand up in front of everybody and they say, this is what we're going to do. And everybody believes them. And then the next week or the next meeting they have, It's a different vision. This is what we're going to do. And now the people that are 
in attendance of the first meeting say, wait, I thought we were doing this. And now we're doing that. What are we doing? And then another meeting happens and it changes again. And those constant changes get people confused. And therefore, it shows that the leader's unable to articulate a clear vision. And going back to point one, they don't have clarity. And therefore, they're passing that inability to articulate a clear vision and lack of clarity onto their people. And the people say, well, what do I do? Now what do I do? I was doing this, now I'm doing that. I was doing this, now I'm doing that. What have I gotten done? And then frustration builds amongst people. Next reason why most leaders suck and fail is they're too conceptual and not action-oriented. They're talking a lot about concepts. And, and again, it creates confusion because people don't want concepts. They want certainty. They want a clear action plan and a clear action strategy. And if we don't give them a clear action plan and action strategy, then they're left to their own devices and then they can very easily get off track. But are they really getting off track when, again, the leader was too conceptual and not action oriented and potentially also had a poorly articulated vision and no clarity then we wonder why this person is over here doing what they do because they have had no clarity, they've had no clear vision articulated, and they are in a, a, a conceptual mindset because they're taking the conceptual mindset of the leader and saying, well, what do I do? What should I do? And it creates, again, poor communication, high levels of confusion, and ultimately, Poor culture. Okay, we're going into the fourth reason. The fourth reason why most leaders, many leaders, suck and fail. It's because they're not all in. Many leaders out there, they're thinking of their next next career move. They're thinking of their next position. They're thinking about their next place of growth, and they're forgetting about the desires of their people. So when you're so into yourself, like so many are today, uh, it's very difficult to be a great leader because great leaders say, hey, what do you wanna do? What do you wanna do? What do you wanna do? Where do you wanna go? Let me help you get there. Let's work together to get you there. And they forget great, great leaders elevate because they help their people win. And we've heard this over and over again, but it doesn't sink in for some reason because we get so caught up in ourselves. This is why anxiety is high today. This is why depression's high today. This is why frustration is high today. And we're just constantly in on ourselves and we're forgetting that, hey, you help this person, this person, this person, and this person, you'll get where you want to go. I think uh, the great Zig Ziglar motivational speaker said, if you help enough people get to where it is that they want to go, you will get to where it is that you want to go. And it's great, great messaging. And in sports, that's what a manager does. A great manager like a Joe Torre, he helped players achieve by keeping them focused on what they're gonna do for the team and helping them to get to their next place through team-based play. That's what made him such a great manager. Let's get into the sixth reason, or excuse me, fifth reason why most leaders suck and fail. And, and number five is this, they're afraid of making a mistake. You can't be afraid of making a mistake in life, folks. If you wanna get to where it is that you wanna go, embrace the mistakes, even if, you poorly articulate a vision or you speak to a group and you don't provide clarity. 
it's okay. That's a mistake, but it doesn't have to be permanent. You can get out of that mistake. You can battle back by addressing the group and saying, Hey, I apologize. I wasn't clear on this. I've had a few people come to me and say that they need more clarity on this issue. So I'm going to give it to you now, right? That's battling back. That's saying, Hey, I made a mistake not being afraid to make one and then making the adjustments. So you can't be afraid to make a mistake because without making mistakes, you're going to try to be too perfect. And if you're trying to be too perfect, that's not real. People hate that. They could smell it. They could, they could feel how inauthentic you are and that never works. So you got to be a real leader. You got to be able to make a mistake, own up to your mistake, tell your team, Hey, I effed up. Boom. Let's pivot. Let's keep going together. And, and that's what great leaders do. The leaders that suck and fail, they're afraid to make a mistake. Let's get into number six. The number six reason, right? Being a people or crowd pleaser. If you're a leader that's a people or a crowd pleaser, you're never going to have the difficult conversations. You're going to make decisions that are easy, right? And you're going to get yourself in big, big trouble because in pleasing too many different people... The agenda, the vision, it's all going to start to split, get cluttered, and we're going to, again, lose clarity and please this person, please that person. Somebody's going to feel like they're getting burned and that is going to make you a sucky leader and therefore you're going to fail as a leader. Lastly, let's get into number seven, the number seven reason why most leaders suck and fail or many leaders suck and fail is because they have no guts. They have no guts. They have no courage. They have no spine. They cannot have a difficult conversation. They're happy to be there. And I'm not saying go out there and be, you know, somebody that's super, super aggressive and just break people to show I'm a leader. That is not what I mean here. But I'm saying guts. Guts is having courage. Guts is having the courage to stand up for your people. Guts is having the courage to step in when there's conflict that cannot be resolved. Guts is being the type of leader that puts yourself out there, even if it has a negative consequence. And I have a couple instances I want to share with you. One of my good friends is a baseball coach. He was at the University of Florida for many years, and his name is Pat McMahon. And he was asked to fire his coaching staff, who was a high-performing coaching staff. They were all high performers. And he said, you know what? I'm not firing my staff. Fire me and then you go fire them if you want us all out of here. So he took a bullet for his people, and he's so loved by so many in the baseball community. Another buddy of mine is Adam Elberg, who is the founder of Professional Physical Therapy. They started with just a few clinics, built it to over 200 clinics, a huge enterprise, and the same happened with him. There was a similar instance where, you know, uh, you know, business got involved, you know, big business with an acquisition and, and they wanted him to eliminate members of his leadership team that helped him get the business in position for sale and, and helped get tremendous growth for this business over a 20 year period. And he said, listen, fire me. I'm done. I'm not firing these people. I'm not getting rid of them. That's the type of leader that steps up with big guts. You got to have big guts. And you got to put yourself out there. It's a great thing. And it doesn't mean you have to be vicious. It doesn't mean you have to be ignorant. It doesn't have to mean anything like that. It just means 
lead with courage and lead with guts. And what that really translates to is this, do what is right. Do what's right. Don't do what you're being pressured to do. And there's a lot of leaders today that are experiencing pressure. I talk to them. I talk to leaders across the world and you'll be amazed at how many of them are dealing with so much frustration. Hey coach, I have to do this program on diversity and inclusion and I don't believe in it, but I have to do it because I'm being pressured. And it's not that they don't believe in helping people and, and, and elevating people, but they don't want to be pushed into a program or have to do something just because everybody else is doing it. Okay. So you got to lead with what you believe in. You got to lead with guts. You got to care about your people, but that doesn't mean please your people all the time. Challenge your people, get your people going, but you got to lead with guts. And you, that just means you got to lead by doing what's right. And if you treat people right, you don't need all these extra programs because your people will know that you care about them. Your people will know that you have their best interest in mind. And that's what it's all about. That's great leadership. And I think we need to have a better conversation today as it relates to leadership. And we got to lead with courage and we have to lead with guts and we have to lead with clarity and we have to clearly articulate our vision. We got to be all in, all in, no question. I'm all in, I'm all in, I'm all in, right? Number four today was all in. I'm an all in leader, whatever it takes, man. We're going to get to where it is that we want to go. I'm going to get you to where it is that you want to go. And together we are going to go where it is that we want to go. And that takes courage in itself to put yourself aside for a minute and trust that you're going to elevate and live the life that you always wanted to live by helping those around you win, man, that takes guts in itself. But that's how it works, folks. That's how we get it done. That's how champions get it done. And that is how you're going to get it done. This is Coach Dana Cavalia with the Becoming a Champion show. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I did. I know it's brash, but you got to hear it. It's super, super important. Let's go build this team of champions. I want you to go out and build your team of champions. And together, we're going to build something great here with this champions movement. So help me do it. Share this episode with those leaders around you. If you watch this on YouTube, give us a like, give us a comment. If you're listening to the podcast on iTunes, give us a comment, uh, give us a like, help me uh, build this thing, help us build this thing. And let's have a lot of fun doing it. I love coming at you every single week with an inspiring show, a motivating show, an encouraging show that's built to help you win, right? Winning. We don't talk about it enough today, but we better start because it's super important. This is Coach Dana Cavalier, and I will see you next week with the Becoming a Champion show. And for those of you that are not on the daily blog, head on over to danacavalier.com, sign up. It'll come right to your inbox. It's literally a 30 to 60 second read every morning. Keeps you poised, keeps you pumped, and most importantly, keeps you ready to win. Let's go. We got this. Go out there and win today. See ya. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Becoming a Champion show, share with friends, family, coworkers, and teammates, helping us to build a world of champions. And if you ever need a one-on-one coaching, reach out. Coach Cavalia would love to be your coach. Head on over to DinaCavalia.com. Hey!